This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 5th of April. And the deal is done. We spoke about it on the pod last week, Jazzy Boy. But now, Aesop, the luxury skincare group, has been sold to global giant L'Oreal for $3.7 billion, including debt. And this is the largest luxury brand sale in Australian history. Huge! See, man, it was not a good day to be a large bank yesterday Mm-mm. because the ACCC is unconvinced that the proposed merger between ANZ and Suncorp would be in the public's best interest. So now it's back to the drawing board for these two. Three debatable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. BWX, the large Aussie beauty and skincare company, is officially in receivership after it lost support from its bank. This was like a train crash happening in slow motion, Mm. B-Man. So what is the story? So BWX is the Australian beauty and skincare company Mm. that owns brands like Sukin, Nourished Life. And don't forget, it also has a 50.1% stake in Zoe. Zoe Foster Blake's go-to skincare brand. Now, Jazzy Boy, over the last 12 months, BWX has been in the spotlight for a whole range of not-so-good activities. <laughs> it admitted to channel stuffing. Which basically means they inflated sales by selling more stock than a distributor could sell to consumers. They made some monster acquisitions like go-to skincare for around 180 mil. And since November, BWX has been forced to plead with its lender, Combank, to not enforce its debt covenants, which have been breached. But after five months, months of breaching these covenants, Combank has said enough is enough and it's putting BWX into receivership. And now the administrators will look to sell off all brands that have value, including the majority stake in go-to skincare. So what is the key learning here? Keep your customers close, but your investors even closer. Hey man, when Zoe Foster Blake sold a majority stake of her go-to skincare business to BWX, many people celebrated the deal as a match made in heaven. GoTo had a growing brand and a very quality product. And BWX had the money bags and distribution. (laughs) Except it didn't. And now the administrator is playing matchmaker for the brand. They will be creating a forced marriage between Zoe Foster Blake's brand and the highest bidder. Think about the blockbuster movie if she bought back BWX's stake for pennies in the dollar. For our second story, Spotify is shutting its live audio app, Spotify Live, because it no longer makes sense as a standalone app. Well, 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 that little foray into live audio was very short-lived. In fact, for many companies it was. So tell me more. I take you back to mid-2020 when the pandemic was the only thing we could speak about and venture capitalists had rivers of cash. And activewear became formal wear and loungewear and sleepwear. (laughs) Now, Brett, at this time, an app called Clubhouse entered the scene with some major hype. And it had a waiting list and a bunch of high-profile celebs running discussions in audio-only rooms. So, what do you know? Neck Minute, Spotify, and many other tech companies built their own versions of this audio-based app. Spotify, it was called Green Room. Then it struggled to gain traction, so they rebranded it to Spotify Live. And now it will be known as nothing because Spotify has announced it'll be shutting down the app. And B-Man, it just goes to show how typically logical and rational decision makers can make irrational business decisions. Mm -hmm. So what is the key learning here? When a shiny new object shakes up tech incumbents, they'll do almost anything to shut it down. When Clubhouse first came out, it was spoken about as the next big thing, Mm -hmm. almost in the same way that TikTok is spoken about. So the incumbent tech companies like Meta, like Reddit, like Twitter and Amazon all launched their own version (laughs) of Clubhouse. The main aim was to capture a piece of this enormous hype for audio-based social networking. But lo and behold, Clubhouse usage suffered when people resumed their normal routines. And so did the apps that copied it. So now Reddit has shut down Reddit all. Meta has shut down Meta Rooms and Spotify (laughs) is shutting down Spotify Live. And Jazzy Boy, it's a timely reminder that some hype isn't all it's hyped up to be. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, Aussie app developers are 
joining a class action suit against Google and Apple Bang. for abusing their market power and charging 30% commissions for in-app purchases. A very chunky amount, Jazzy Boy. What's the story here? All right, B-Man, we know when you're as big as Apple and Google in the tech world, there is bound to be a little bit of drama. So last month, a legal case was brought against Apple and Google for having app developers enter non-negotiable contracts. Here's how it works. As an app developer, you need to sell your app via Apple's App Store or Google's Play Store. And that means Apple and Google facilitate almost all of the in-app purchases. And they charge app developers 30% commission for most of these purchases. Which is a pretty hefty amount. And now, Brett, the lawyers for the Aussie app developers are arguing that Apple and Google are breaching Australian consumer law and taking advantage of their market power. So what is the key learning here? When an industry has only one or two main players, there's always a risk of market power being misused. Now, B-Man, powerful players create what's called barriers to entry through their market power. Think of Apple as an example. They started off making computers, Mm -hmm. then other electronics, Mm -hmm. and then started creating software that only worked on their product. This way, they were growing and controlling more and more of the tech industry. But the more big players grow, the harder it is for any underdog business to get their slice of the pie. But as we know, the economy works best when there's competition between business A and business B. So this will be an interesting case to see whether regulators and courts will intervene. But man, we almost had a New South Wales sweep in our weekly game, Win the Week. Well, we know Gabby from New South Wales. We know Hamed from New South Wales. Even Bella and Minnie, all from New South Wales. They all won cash prizes through Win the Week this week. It's pretty simple. You save $25 for your chance to win cash prizes. Into your existing savings account, that is. To download the Flux app and make sure you're playing Win the Week this week. Thanks for listening and we'll See you tomorrow.